0: Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is How We Experience Time. The consumer price index print today of 6.2% is the highest print we've seen this year. Wouldn't surprise me if this was the highest print we see for this entire cycle. There's been more than enough ink spilled on this, and I don't want to add to the noise or just keep repeating myself. Instead, I want to discuss a few reasons why we seem to have such difficulties with the concept of transitory. We may understand it intellectually, but we find it more difficult to manage emotionally. The French mathematician and philosopher Blasé Pascal summed up our circumstances by observing All of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. It's even worse in the modern era. The forces behind our inability to sit quietly include the 24 7 news cycle, recency effects, social media, even FOMO. Perhaps most significant of all, the concept of capital T time. More specifically, the way we experience it in the modern era. There is the here and now. And that's pretty much it. Our memories are fallible. They're nostalgia-tinged recollections. error prone self-edited to make ourselves look and feel better. The future, well, it's unknown and unknowable. Experienced as a mixture of wishful thinking that fails to anticipate, in hindsight, what is so obvious after the fact, while completely missing the unexpected. And we just barely exist within those parameters. We're hardly even present in the here and now. We're easily bored, always looking for a distraction or entertainment or staring at our phones. The right now, that's the best we can hope for. Is it any surprise we have a hard time with the concept of transitory? Our time experiences were not always this way. In his book, 4,000 Weeks, Oliver Berkman explains that the very concept of time was unknown by most people a mere few centuries ago. Medieval farmers didn't experience time as an abstract entity, as a thing. Instead, they followed the rhythms of nature. They were the seasons, and they were governed by the movements of the planets, or the gods, depending upon your schooling. Day and night, winter and summer, there was no sense that something might be amiss, but not to worry. It'll soon return to normal after some duration, or not. The world just was. That's not how we operate today. Today, we form an idea that something like inflation might be transitory, Maybe it lasts six or nine or 12 months, then it fades away. We understand the concept of disrupted supply chains, of pandemic reopenings, of vaccinations. We place this idea within the broader intellectual framework, imagining how does this impact global trade or the Federal Reserve or the bond market or the White House. We read up on it, research it, crunch the numbers, do the historical comparisons until we fully grasp the idea and then we filed away in our memories. All of that, it took place on some random Monday in March. But that's not the end of it. The next day, we get more data. Some of it's consistent, some of it's higher, some of it's lower. In response, the market jinks and turns, the news flow accelerates. Every day, there's some new hot take, another meme, a fresh Twitter thread. Home bidding wars, used car prices. CEOs mention inflation rises. Google Trends saw a big uptick in inflation searches. Lumber prices spike up, then they fall. Coal prices rise, then they fall. Steel prices, oil, meat prices rise just in time for Thanksgiving. Endless anecdotes of rising prices. Do you know what it costs to buy 12 gallons of milk a week? No, why the hell should anybody know what it costs to buy 12 gallons of milk a week? Day after day, an endless fire hose of news and punditry and data and noise. All of which, not coincidentally, actually confirm the original thesis. Inflation caused by a disrupted supply chain, by a vaccinated post-pandemic reopening, would send prices spiking higher before they fell back to normal. Here we sit in the here and now. The most recent CPI data is out today, and it reaches 30-year highs. There is nothing in this data that does not also confirm our original thesis. We understand all of this, and yet we still, still lack the ability to sit quietly in a room alone. For more from me, check out the big picture at Rithultz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Rithultz Wealth Management. Clients of Rithultz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today.